What oh. episode is this one that we're getting ready God. to link up here right now, huh, Kathleen? Well, you know, this is one that we're definitely doing on an impulsive level. I don't know if it's going to be released or not, but I fuck agree. it, we're going to do it. 100% impulse. We do, we're back to back. Uh, second one to our uh, Robot Evil uh, 50th edition. Lee, do you, do you recognize this, this music? I recognize the music. Do, do you? Ian Kaplan. Yeah? It's a movie I love. Absolutely adore the movie. It's a great movie. It's a 1979 film mm-hmm. called The Black Hole. The Black Hole. So... Uh, by by Disney, of all people, which is odd to think so far they back. They did go through, did like, a, a, a weird phase, didn't they? You gotta love them for this film. I mean, it's a, a magnificent film if you're a child when this movie came out, The Black Hole. Yes, agreed. 1983 is when I believe I remember seeing this film. It was on HBO after it came out to theaters and all that. And uh, kind of like, uh, I don't want to say it's on a grandoy scale, but God, what a, just everything about the movie was back then. It was state-of-the-art, everything you wanted from a science fiction space film. And The Black Hole, God, man, what a great film for me, anyway. Hey, so uh, let's proceed. What do we have uh, sitting here right now? We got Ian Kaplan. Hi there. Got Jared Becker. Hello. Got uh, myself. Um, another back-to-back episodes. Unfortunately, uh, William Barton's not here with us, uh, attending to some personal matters, mm-hmm. but uh, we are rolling on. And we want to talk to you about what kind of content tonight, uh, Mr. Becker. What kind of content we got going on here? He don't know. We're talking, he don't he know. We're talking about the black hole. The black hole. The black hole. So the Disney classic, 1979. Um, uh, darker, far darker Disney flick than... than far any, dark. Holy shit. It is dark for um, Disney. He is one of the inspirations for Omnidroid in the Incredibles movie. Really? Yes. Maximilian? I said it, didn't I? Uh, I don't know what you're saying. I'm a liar. <laughs> yes. Yes. Full of shit. <clears throat> no, but that's what I heard to he, he is. Because that character also had the spinning The spinning blade blades. Do you, do, you, do you feel a particular way about spinning fan blades, Lee? Not a fan. No? i got to tell you, Mr. Kaplan, I'm not a fan. Here's How do you feel about helicopters? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what about if they? What if they turn on their side? <laughs> I like helicopters. What if they go horizontal? Often I have dreams here and there of me driving one, and then not doing a great driving, job, but uh, piloting, piloting, whatever. Piloting. I'm Just driving myself a helicopter right now. Driving myself. So, so let's let's do a let's do a, a scene by scene, right? So, so okay, you you open up and. You know, you've got the, well, the Palomino. Let's just start by saying this is a discussion episode Correct. about the movie The Black Hole. Correct. We're not doing a top five, unfortunately. No, we are not. We are going to discuss this movie, which is a cult classic. A cult oh, classic. Uh, all sci-fi fans know this movie. And uh, although it's 79, it's, God, it's so great. I mean, I could watch this movie now yes. and love it. Um, but uh, go ahead, Mr. Cap. So, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. You, you let us off pretty solidly there. So, um, uh, and that's what really, that's right. Um, so, um, so what we're going to do right now is a shot. Let's do a shot. Let's do a that's shot. How we start <laughs> our shows. Yeah, hopefully, Jared, Jared doesn't Jared die this time. Oh, 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 I'm puking. I'm puking. Shot Cheers. to you, folks. Ah, that's good stuff. The Bookers. This is our fifty-first edition. 
51st. Woo. Going hard for uh, Kaplan. Mm-hmm. Looks like Jared took that down pretty easy. Well, he also didn't do a full shot. <laughs> I didn't. Nobody did I a look, full shot. I didn't have a problem with the full shot. Mr. Becker. Well, let's the, do a full shot right the now, jump, then. The, 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 the gentleman but opposite did, 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 did. I'm not pressing my luck. Yeah, no, we're not doing this full shot. Yeah, so, want to press their luck. All right, so the black hole. Wait, this, is, this is to be savored. It yes, is. agreed. So the black hole opens up with, you see the spacecraft Palomino and she is drifting through space and then you get a, uh, a dialogue from our boy Vincent and he's calling out different things to uh, to the captain of the, uh, the Palomino he's a fun robot we like Vincent yep he's a good guy um, I don't remember the captain's name the character's name but um, we're not going to remember a lot of that stuff but no, we're just going to talk about what we know but uh, so they they, they come up on a, on a sensor reading of the black hole, oh. and uh, as they're scanning the black hole, they find the USS Cygnus, which everybody is completely puzzled and alarmed by, I would almost say. Would you agree? It, it seems like an pretty, alarming... I'm pretty pretty happy that you actually know the names of all this stuff, because I don't. Motherfucker. Pretty impressed that you know What is this, that. amateur hour here on Talking Sci-Fi? Yeah, Motherfuckers. Right. who we are. This is amateur hour. Are you kidding me? Okay, continue. So anyway, so um, so they scan, they find the, the Cygnus, the USS Cygnus, um, and come to find out one of the crew members on board that ship is related to someone serving on board that ship. Um, but it's almost like they find a ghost ship. Her daddy. Nobody, nobody expected to... Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Nobody expected to find this thing. It's all kind of puzzling. It's all kind of disturbing. Um, so they go in for a closer look. It is setting on the event horizon. It is. A black yes. hole, yes, which is, is the whole premise of the movie. Good job there. We should watch it after this this podcast. Event Horizon? Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to watch it. It's a great movie. I love that movie. What do they say in that movie? What do they say? He's holding the eyeballs and he says something. What does he say? This these are my eyeballs. No, I don't know what the fuck he says. I don't remember what don't he says. Know. He says Latin. It's something in it's Latin. Latin. It's Latin yes. stuff, yeah. Okay. E pluribus unum invicticus balls in your hand. Oh, my God. Anyway, so... <laughs> you know, this is one of the first movies to use CGI. Yes. Yes. So, so a couple of the different in scenes. In the black hole? Yes. Nice. The opening, uh, the entire opening credits. Well done, Mr. Uh, Mr. Becker, and lowering the glasses down, making himself look more intelligent. That's uh, fantastic. Moving on. Well, he's a big time supervisor in his job now, so he's a big well, time. The question I mean, you got to ask yourself, Marion, is he? <laughs> he's, he's made it. Yeah. <clears throat> look at that cat. He's a big time operator, so we can't talk to Jared much. We can only talk when Jared talks. Basically, is, is how big he is right now. <laughs> Correct. So okay, so they they, How they they identify they identify the Cygnus and they decide to do a flyby. Um, the Palomino goes in for a closer look and she gets caught in the Did black hole. Did you holes. watch this fucking movie before? No, you but this? I love the movie. Did you suck us into this no. because you watched no, the movie before? No, 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 no. Prior? I love this movie, okay. so I have a, a, okay. I have this committed I'm, I'm to memory. Impressed. Thank I'm you. Impressed. But are they are they down with the Cygnus? <laughs> down with the Cygnus. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Anyway, um, so they they do the they, they drift past the 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 Cygnus. They 
get themselves right back on course. We almost lose our boy Vincent because yeah. um, he's outside trying to make a, a repair to the hull of the ship or whatever. And then they're doing the flyby. Yeah. Right. The flyby is the thing that everybody's like, oh, this this ship shouldn't be here. I don't understand where it's been. Blah blah blah. Um, and the lights come on. Vincent lowers his head down. Everybody's like, what the fuck? And they land on the Cygnus. <laughs> and that's when all shit, you know, kind of gets a little weird. Yeah, it's a, an amazing movie. And just like Ian pointed out all the opening credits in the, the scene, once they get onto the ship, it's kind of a an AI into, they don't know who's running it, what's going on with it. They get to the bridge. They're met by the doctor, the insane, crazy doctor. Hans Reinhardt. Yes. With people that are running the ship, which are really not alive anymore. Who, who, do, who do we meet? Who do we, who do we meet then? Do you remember, Lee? Who we I meet? don't think they meet uh, Maximilian then. Not yet. He's further down. A little later? Yeah, he? He definitely okay. later on. So they're kind of looking off to the, the sides of the bridge. There's hooded figures, mm-hmm. but you don't see faces. Later on, they un- they understand that they were kind of half human, half whatever robot type figures that uh, mad scientist Hans turned into mm-hmm. in order to keep the ship just being what it is. And <clears throat> you get the the characters Vincent, uh, the characters that came onto the ship, Hans and. A few more characters throughout the show. And, uh, man, I mean, just, it's like a two hour, is that a two hour movie? Is. I mean, it yeah, seemed it's long, long, but it definitely holds your attention. That, that's a movie One that hour holds and you. 38 minute runtime. God, it seems like two or three hours, <clears throat> I'm I mean, telling you. It's close to two hours. Well, it's a, it's a slow burn. It's a, it's a little bit of a slow burn. You, you've got the, the big build up in the middle, uh, in the beginning of rather of the movie. Um, it gets to the middle where it kind of starts to, I don't know. Slow down a little start, bit. You start seeing a little bit of the turn, though. Like, yes. Like yes. There's something not quite right. Yes. Yep. Yes. The more you, you the more you're introduced to Reinhardt's character, the more you like. He's, he becomes more suspicious in his actions. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Isn't uh, one of the characters in that movie Ernest Borgnine? Is it? I think it is. Um. Ernest of Borgnine. <laughs> yes, he plays the um, he plays the uh, the one officer from the Palomino, Harry. I think. I'm telling you, the fucking Ernest Borgnine man <laughs> is in movies that you never would think he's. I in. I love him he, in uh, Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is yes. Ernest Borgnine <laughs> yes. in the movie. That's awesome. This money, uh, money movie. This, this movie. money. This money. Money. This money, this, this money baby. This money. money. Also. But this movie was nominated for an Academy Award for special effects. Mm-hmm. It, well, it 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 took yeah. the envelope that was set thus far. I mean, seventy nine was a a pretty big year for sci fi yeah, movies. Considering Aliens was made that year. Yes. Or Alien. Um, I should Alien. Say Alien. Yeah. Um, but the black hole took it to, like you said. I mean, the 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 use of computer animation, which we hadn't really seen a lot yeah. of. Um, you know, we we got glimpses of it but it was like that arcade style yeah. of, of you know kind of whatever this is the first one that yeah. used computer animation 
in the production, and it it, and, and it you worked. Can see it in like in like the, the actual black hole. Yes. Oh my gosh! It, yeah. Like with the wires and like the other things, like the CGI, but the the combined whatever whatever they used to make the graphics to to visualize that it looked really cool. Yes. Oh yeah. Like, Agreed. And it it's also different for that year. Yes. Of film, like. It's, that it's, film actually grossed thirty-five million at the U.S. box office. Really? Um, the budget was twenty, so they did so make. It, it did. They made something decently well. Nowhere near like what they thought they should. Dollars. Right. It did decently well then. <clears throat> the the production budget was twenty million, plus another six for advertising. That's pretty good budget so, for that year. So they made <laughs> four million dollars. A, a, a large <laughs> budget, yes. Yeah. But pretty good for Disney and them reaching out and trying to get to a different level and reaching a different audience and I think that's pretty awesome. It's such a great film. Well Disney did a couple of other movies in yeah, well, we're talking similar. about the black hole, so we don't care about the other oh, ones. Alright, we'll find <clears throat> the other ones then. You know what we're gonna do right now though? Shot. Shot number two. Oh god, okay. Yeah, Shot Song of the two? South was a pretty good movie. Song Song of the South. Sweep a turn apart and shot by Song of the South. Talking Blue about birds no. sitting on my shoulder. <laughs> so good. Back to the black hole. Yikes. <laughs> oh god. Let's just go straight into what this entire goddamn podcast is about, okay? This is this is why we're doing this. These assholes here, Ian and fucking Jared. You said that, yeah. They're playing on my Wait, fear of my Maximilian, the, the goddamn robot in this film that uh, destroys my dreams, haunts my dreams, and scared the shit out of me as a kid. Mm-hmm. It, it did. I have a tiny model to my right-hand side that is not that scary because he didn't have the, the spinning claws out. No. And yet I look at him and I want to just... Throw him across the fucking right? <laughs> and he so does. I threw him across the, the basement. We don't have to worry about him anymore, because he's scary. But out go the three or four prone claws, and the whoa, 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 you know. That's the whole thing about this movie. It just scared the shit out of me that this... But why and, did and it scare you? And in my dreams. Why did it scare you? It was, it was probably the sound. Uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you why, and, it's, <gasps> and I'm straight from the heart to all the listeners and everybody. I was I was very young. I went to Magnolia Elementary. There were two other Asian-looking children in that school. Everybody else was white. Um, I got bullied a lot, and I mean a lot, people, in first and second and third grade. Fourth, too. So in that bullying... Um, I had I didn't have a lot of confidence, self confidence, a self esteem call what you want. I didn't have a lot of it because I felt like I was less than everybody else. Literally less than everybody else. Uh, I my father enrolled me in martial arts in a nice disciplined martial arts scheme that would build my self confidence and give me the self esteem I needed. And then you know, the rest is history. Everything else after that was great, but during that time of not having a lot of self-esteem and confidence, I believe that this film kind of entered that space and made me feel like, shit, there is nothing I can do to stop this robot. Fast forward 10 years. If this robot were to come to me in real life, I feel like I could 
find something, do something to stop it. Yeah. The worst case scenario is I would rush the goddamn Maximilian. I would rush him with the spinning claws. I would my insides would get eaten up, but I'm gonna get one fist punch on this motherfucker. Or I'm gonna take a piece of iron, I'm gonna shove it into his fucking face. Call it what you will. But I now I have that confidence. Back then I did not. And I feel like that movie and that character not that they were going for that, but for me personally, it really shook my self-esteem and self-confidence, what little I had, to a near zero. Because this is a menacing character that's coming, mm. it's coming at you. It's big, it's broad, it has that giant red light in its fucking eye. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's looking at you and yet it's kind of just, you, you can't get away from that fucking eye. And then, are you kidding me? It brings out spinners? it's gonna chop me up fuck so I think for me as a child that represented a lack of self esteem a lack of self confidence for me that's what it did fast forward 40 fucking 50 fucking years obviously I don't have that but I definitely can say that uh, I believe that back then that's that's what it was for me this one simple goddamn robot now in saying that um, what was the robot that was all beat up? Vincent's buddy. Vincent, uh, Bob. Bob. Bob, back then, also represented a, some, some, an entity that was scared of Maximilian, but had a good heart and a good thing. So you knew at some point in time, hopefully Bob would get involved and be the, the anti-Maximilian. Um, it, it would fight against it, and ultimately it did. Mm. And it, it did. But for a child uh, watching a movie like that back then, man, I just, uh, I feel like I'm talking too much right now. But and, and this, uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, is why we do the podcast. We get is, to the heart of the issues. I feel like this is Lee's black hole special. Like, nobody's <laughs> going to speak except myself. And Bob kind of reminded me of that cowboy they brought back on Star Trek. God, I loved him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, Data, how you doing? Hey, Data. You play guitar in there. <laughs> Good lord! With the, the whole southern draw—I mean, clear southern draw. You got any blues around here? <laughs> I love the the back and forth between Bob and Vincent. They were just—you had the old one that was all beat up, then you had the new one. I loved it. You know, and they were both good, good, whatever programmed robots. Their their hearts were good. They wanted to do good things. But I'm saying, did they want to do? Did, did they? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So interesting fact, just looking at the cast, did you know that the guy that played Dr. Reins, uh, Dr. Hans Reinhardt was named Maximilian? His first name was Maximilian. I did not know that. I wonder, I wonder if that's why they named the robot Maximilian. Probably. probably. I mean, I imagine so. That's interesting. Because in the end, the doctor <clears throat> was sealed inside Maximilian. Yes. In the end, he's standing there at the, you know, at the edge of the hell. Yeah, and he's inside. God, that was such looking. a wild ending. That's a, a creepy, weird, that's a weird, that's a creepy ending. Like yeah. what weird. the fuck? And it seems so far <laughs> departed from like what had come before in the beginning to stretching into the 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 middle, right? Because it kind of went to a heaven hell. It, thing, yes, it, it did. Because when they it's a black hole. When, when the crew crossed it's through, when the crew crossed through the the, the black cross. hole, and they're they're venturing through <laughs> that like that that you know glowing hallway of mirrors almost is what it looked like at the end of the 
Yeah. You know, and you see the bright light and the dove flies through. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you pop into, you know, hell. Basically, hell. I, we'll it just call like it what hell. it is. It's like a burning shit he there. He so. his own creation and becomes part of him and then he travels into the... But it just, it seems so dark. Well, in if you look, like before that in space, they kind of came together and, you know, uh, Reinhardt reached out. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, he, yes. like, he got inside of Maximilian to be, to survive. And then in the end... They're on this little cliff, and they're standing there, and he's looking with his eyes like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Well, what's going on, asshole, is that you meshed with Maximilian in space. Now you're standing on a cliff which overlooks hell. Why but, are you surprised? But the, the the hooded figures that were walking, did you put it together that that was the Cygnus's crew? I don't even remember that. So, honestly, so, just... so it's zooming out, right? It's Maximilian right now, slash Doctor Reinhardt feeling pretty good, standing <laughs> on that that mountaintop or whatever it was in hell, and all these hooded figures are walking through, and they're like chains of people walking through. Oh, I think I kind of remember the, that. Yeah. That's yeah. the crew of the Cygnus. It's, it's almost like uh, animation looking. Yes, almost, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I do the remember doom that. Guy shows up. The Doom guy. Okay. I think for, so for me so again so I saw I saw this movie I had to have been six or seven um, and I saw the movie first I think it was with my dad um, I had to be four years old no no I, I had to have been like five or six maybe maybe four um, but of course at that age I was like I was looking at it from more of an action standpoint so you know when they first come onto the Cygnus, when they first, you know, interact with Dr. Reinhardt, and then when they figure out, they the crew of the Palomino starts to put together what's going on, like, okay, Reinhardt's fucking insane, he's made all these people, yeah. you know, robot, cyborg-type things, and the, the, the face coverings, that chrome-mirrored face covering, yeah. is what's keeping them alive, um, but then they see the, the, the funeral, right? Um, oh, the captain was, of the Palomino and the yeah, XO. That was good. They see the funeral. Forgot about that. That's and really good. They the, they launch them out, and they're like, "Okay, well, wait a minute. How do you explain that? Because if this guy's creating robots, why the fuck are they having a funeral?" And they start to put it together that no, this is the crew that Reinhardt <laughs> is virtually torturing to keep alive. And how, the, how did he get the entire crew to be that way? I don't know. It feels like that would have been well, an so amazing feat. Didn't, didn't they... Get every single person on They that had hinted that... Well, he's a scientist, man. and he's mad, so didn't he they, has those things. Didn't they hint to when the, the Cygnus was recalled from its mission that, that some of the crew elected to, to leave? And then yeah. the crew that stayed with him, they were like, yeah, no, we're, we're with you 100%, but... I feel like it was like a mutiny help. against yeah. the... Yeah, it was the like well, they tried mutiny. to, because... Yeah. What, what's her face? Um, the the doctor from the Palomino. His her father was the one that his she ended daughter. up learning. Yes. 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 But the the don't look at me over your glasses like that, you son of a bitch. Anyway, <laughs> was ending up leading the the mutiny against <laughs> Reinhardt. No, I don't want the popcorn. Okay. I've got no, cheddar fries. <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. It's popcorn, everybody. It's our sponsor today. It, it's uh, yeah, you know, if you want to slide a few bucks our way from from uh, it's courtesy. They will never of, will. Uh, but if, uh, you, you know. if you're craving a salty goodness, of, you know, just something to hit the spot. It's snacks is what you want. God damn, made right here in Hanover, Pennsylvania. In any case, I think we can you know throw them a shout out. It's okay. God, we can't shout out where we're from. 
Unless they want to throw us a few bucks. <laughs> I think I'm going to probably have to take a break here and take real a quick soon break? and probably okay. hit the P because I'm right. old. Because so you're old. That's going to have to happen. That, that's fine. All right. Well, we will take a break and we will be back with our discussion episode of the More Black Hole. Riveting Black Hole shit. And we're back. Ooh, Jared Becker coming in with the intro. Hollering into Look the intro. That. I love it. Fucking A. All right. Good job, Jared. Excellent yeah. job. And he exits to grab some beer. All right. Well, priorities. <laughs> oh, good Lord. So we're back with our black hole discussion episode. Kind of off the whim, a little, uh, little, little impulsive, but you know, we're, we're going to, let's, let's get back on track. So the, <clears> before this, we do, oh, okay, okay. I'll do a little oh, shout out, a little shout out, a little shout out. <laughs> let's do a shout out to, uh, Fleet Street Blues. Yes. Our guys. Yes. For the intro music and the, the interest. Go uh, Scott. Great, a great Baltimore <laughs> band. And, uh, definitely, I mean, it's Fleet Street. Fleet like, Street Blues. They're freaking amazing. Yep. They're awesome. Go Probably see them if you can. steps of, uh. Some other great bands in that area. Yes, Crack the Sky. Oh, Crack the Sky. No, yeah. definitely not on that level, but they are amazing. <laughs> they are amazing. Check them out on their Facebook page. They are Fleet Street Blues. They do Nightshade, which is our intro music. Um, Scott, if you're listening, buddy, thank you so much for letting us use that song. It's uh, it's fit. It's awesome. I tell you what, it fit perfect with the uh, the podcast. I course. mean, it's like Very classic rock, like. We're going back old school, and that's who we are. I also want to do a shout-out to Hamir's oh. Indian Fusion in York. <laughs> Hamir's is a small, you know, uh, independent restaurant. Uh, a great guy. Can I just tell you about this guy? Amazing. You know what he I mean? Is. He'll come out, shake your hand, thank you. Um, he owns it. He cooks. The, the freaking guy's amazing. So I just want to give a strong shout out to the small business people in Hamir's Indian Fusion in York. is it is amazing place. Flea Street played there, right? They did. Yeah, they did indeed. Absolutely. They played so, there twice, actually. And it's a great thing. So we love the small business. We love that uh, you know we're kind of pulling all our worlds together. Mm-hmm. Right. It's Stop. awesome. Drop your time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh god oh shit no Himir is a pretty cool guy I like him he's a he's actually pretty pretty friendly dude yes I mean, I mean like a regular freaking guy he's amazing and it's a small business man give yep. a shout out to Himir when, when, when you can talking sci-fi if people support your local businesses they are really what makes the uh, the local uh the, the local world go around so support your local businesses Hamir is no exception to York so awesome uh, awesome shout out buddy I'm proud of you yeah I mean you have to do that you know once in a while so really good food we're yes. gonna jump right into a question I had for the forum oh god okay. the forum alright I'm, I'm ready let's do a shot first shot it, shot first do that. So shot first shots going down cheers cheers so Jared, is empty. Jared is empty Jared is empty yeah, it's fine we, we can't do that <clears throat> Okay. So, my, my question. You okay? I'm good. 
It's oh, boogers. God. It's the I'm best not, of the. I'm not puking. I'm puking. My question would be, um, watching this movie. When you watch the movie, what kind of um, what? How did that influence you? Did it like m make a mark on your science fiction future? Did this in, like movie influence you in any way, Jared Becker? I mean, it definitely did. It definitely pushed me more in that direction as far as like what what my taste was, what mm -hmm. my likes were. Um, I mean, it's obviously any, anything, especially at that age, that's showing you visuals and like representations of of the universe and like the stars and the galaxies and like people being out there and being able to visit that space that you can't really as an, an average kid or person get to reasonably it's it's the unknown it's that you can use your imagination quite a bit you can imagine what that would be like and this is kind of showing you their version Good. of what this would be mm -hmm. and it, it, it's just kind of cool to kind of think about all that kind of stuff yeah. like in it's giving you a a really cool representation of all that. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Good uh, point. I know what you're saying. Kaplan, I put that question to you. Um, so <clears throat> this was, I mean, so a bit before Dad, you, obviously, but well, uh, <laughs> well before you, very bit before me. I probably wasn't even a glimmer in my dad's ballsack by this. <laughs> we're point. not. Um, but I, I think for me, the black hole was, um, the first sci-fi outside of. Um, the exposure to Star Trek that I got that really gave me um, a better understanding of how grand the sci-fi scale could be. It didn't always have to be Star Trek. Um, you know, the black hole it's good. It's good it really ignited um, the imagination, the, the fear, um, the, the understanding of, of all that was out there in space. And I mean, we had a very limited understanding of, of as, you know, yeah. as far as, uh, phenomenon like the black hole um so seeing that represented in a movie really gave me an opportunity to ignite my imagination past star trek um you know okay what what else is there besides you know s the starship enterprise yeah. cruising through space that's, that's what else is there that's good um really good. i figure there were other movies that didn't even necessarily deal with space but kind of shifted your your imagination towards the the unknown like you yes know, like captain nemo yes i mean yes twenty thousand leagues under the sea i mean that's another area of of oh it's a real place but you've just never seen it you don't know what's there you, your imagination goes kind of wild yep and and that movie was awesome it kind of it gave you a fantastical view of the whole thing but i mean it was cool to kind of see that represented on film and yeah and, and get your your imaginary juices flowing yes kind of, yeah. yeah i agree mr ferguson <clears throat> i think for me back then in 1979-83 there wasn't a lot known about the, the the universe so we had a lot of theories you know theories uh, astro you know physicists like stephen hawking were coming up stop it Right now, I'm doing my best. <laughs> um, we're coming up with theories, so these theories were there, and uh, nobody gave a lot of you know an ounce to it. But as movies came out, and we started 
getting to a different direction. The a black hole wasn't thought a lot about to be real, but the Hawking um, theory, which proved to be real, and we actually have photos of it, it's actually a real thing, um, proved to be something that we didn't know back then. But this movie, there were no movies about black holes. Mm, um, no. Event Horizons, nothing. There was nothing there. But this movie, for me, represents something like, wow, uh, you know, we've watched uh, Space 1999. We, we've watched a bunch of space stuff, but this is a different level. Um, a ship that's on on a course to go into a black hole, but it's not. Right. But it can. Um, for me, represent something that I didn't know that actually existed. And for sci-fi fans back then, we're all like, wow, um, this is a thing. There, yeah. There is a black hole mm -hmm. th theory, and maybe it's true. We didn't know, but now we know. It's absolutely true. It's at the center of every galaxy, every galaxy in the Milky Way. It's a, it's a, it's a big thing. It's absolutely true. So, um, for me, it, it was massive. It's a, a big start into my science fiction love of the stars, mm -hmm. and that's what I would say about, about that. I appreciate that, Mister. Thank Hurt, you, Mister. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That movie is a massive on my radar for my love of sci-fi. Well, I mean, look at look at what it did. It it blended, obviously the the well, its vocal point was the black hole, um, but outside of that, it it introduced to robots to cybernetic human beings that could exist, um, that could act as a human crew. Um, you know, it, it introduced that mad scientist concept into into sci-fi, which we got a little bit of, obviously, a, lo a lot of up to this point. His name Hans. Mm. Hans yes, right? Hans Reinhardt. Yep. Equally, uh, the same name as a uh, Die Hard. Oh God! Yes, Hans Gruber. <laughs> Mr. Gruber. All the great madmen. <laughs> Good Lord. Check our uh, Hans Gruber and our Die Hard episode. <clears throat> yes, good lord. But it, it so it it took a lot of different uh, sci-fi concepts and brought them into one and and really blended them beautifully. I mean, you also have um, you know you, you look at the crew of the Palomino. You have the the captain of the Palomino who was the the, the hero, the one that was like, you know, I'm going to save everybody if it's the last thing I do, if yeah. it kills me. You have all the, the characters of a normal, you know, the story or movie. Like, it's a doctor, a, a scientist, yep. the, the captain, the, you know, the navigator. Or, you know. Well, then you have the, the one guy played by your, your boy, um, Bordenine. Um, yes. Ernest. Yeah, yeah who, who was the, Ernest you know, world. Oh, oh, I broke my leg. Oh, God, I broke my leg. I'm not going to be good. And he tries to steal the Palomino and the crash lands into the uh, the Cygnus. Oops. Ernest goes to the black hole. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Funny. Hey, Burden. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, that looks like a black hole. <laughs> I think another thing to to bring up about this is is the music, right? The music of this absolutely, of this yes. movie. I mean, it absolutely, absolutely, guys. We're gonna talk about the music. Okay, it it really 
the the music really still captures and holds up. You, Jesus Christ, lay off the popcorn. Why? I love popcorn. Just, it's a, it's quality foods product. You can't you want some popcorn? Is it quality? Yeah, you want Is some. it quality? Yeah, you want I, I don't. It's I upheld to the highest standards of production. Okay, all right, thank you for the yeah, popcorn. Yeah, you want some. You do. And you're going to want more. Our main ingredient oh, yeah. is love. Our main ingredient <laughs> is love. <laughs> love and profit. Oh, God. Okay. But the music, right? I mean, you, you instantly recognize it. Very good score. Yes. Instantly recognize it. Who was that done by? Um, Not sure, actually. One John Williams. John Barry. It's always a John. It's always it's a John. John. Could we hear something? Like a score? Sure. Let's do... Um, Say John Derry or John Barry? For purposes of not getting in trouble, we'll yeah, right, just, copyright, shut that down. Yes, but uh, yeah, a great score. Yeah, great score. I mean, emotionally, uh, emotionally thought provoking for sure. Um, I mean, especially the 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 opening, um, opening music to when we're introduced to the Palomino when we, I guess. Well, not necessarily the credits because Black Hole was also released when they still did like the the heavy intros, um, to where it wasn't necessarily the start of the movie, but it was like the prelude into the movie. That's James Bond. That's it's a totally John different Barry. thing. <laughs> is it really? That is John Barry. I was. That's wow. why I was. No shit. Yes. Yeah, that's why I was segueing. Well known, well known, John Barry. I very well done. There you, there you go. I'm having a bit and, of a Ian Kaplan, right it's mind now. is blown. What? Yeah, that's a John Barry score. I never knew that. And he loves himself some. Uh, Holy fuck! Oh, I'm a he huge loves some James, James Bond, Bond fan. guy. I go. love James. No. That's. We all learned something awesome today. Wow. I, wait, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. I had to make his bones from somewhere. I mean, maybe it started here. Oh my god. Okay. So oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Holy shit. John Barry also did uh let's see Star Crash? Does that <clears throat> ring any bells for anybody? Star Crash? Nope. Okay. Sounds like a straight to DVD. It probably was. <laughs> John Barry Wow, holy shit. I didn't know he did wow. I okay. Mean, he he you know did pretty well off those couple. Uh, I mean, he missed a couple. You know, yeah, it's pretty good. I, shit, James I didn't, Bond theme and uh, Black Hole. That's pretty good. I didn't realize he did the James Bond theme. That's fucking insane. You you have to ask yourself at the end, where <clears throat> did they end up? Like the crew, where did they go? To Earth, <clears throat> somewhere in the future, the past. Where did they go? Yeah, I mean, they went somewhere. I mean, I guess. Where? Where did they end up? I guess up your imagination. Gentlemen. <laughs> Mr. Ferguson. Gentlemen. 
could there be at some point in time a director or company to say it's been since 1979 let's do it. <laughs> let's do a sequel did I do something wrong did I just not pronounce that right 1979 okay let's do it again it's been since 1979 <laughs> could we have a sequel yeah. would this not be a great sequel to I mean, a film could we is yeah, that a thing coming out, they're coming out with another uh, Spaceballs are what? they really yeah come on no the Schwartz continues no. oh god gonna, <laughs> oh god but no it's going to have all the same characters so Back to the, the that's gonna be bad. Back, so to, the back to the black hole. <laughs> well, but see, okay, but this is <clears throat> this hey, hey, you know what? A prequel. No, how, because how he not got much, there. There's not much to do with a prequel. No, but how how did he get there? How did Reinhardt yes. get the Cygnus there? Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I mean, as far as a sequel, there's there's not what, much what, else what to follow. To become an evil person. I, I do like that idea. Actually, I I like that idea a, a lot. A sequel. Give us something. I mean, I think like if there's another good top five movies that could have a pre or sequel. I like that. Standalone movies. I like that. Anyway, I um, I think this would be a great opportunity for Disney to capitalize and say, hey, let's revive this thing from 1979. It's like 50 years ago. 50 years ago. It's your age. Yes. Hello. Give us something. Give me something. I, I need to feel that. I'd just be worried they would mess it up, though. Yeah, but but that's that's so that is. It would be an old CGI Maximilian. <laughs> well, so going going <laughs> into everything. going yeah. into to sequels that are that age, right? Let's Dune look at, too. Like, is that going to be a disaster? I think it actually be pretty. I think, I, good. I think Dune. I mean, Dune has been fantastic. I mean, let's hope. Well, let's hope. So the second. But one. if you look at movies of that that that. Uh, age? A- age realm, yeah. right? You've got the black hole. You've got the last starfighter, which was a little bit newer, but you've got they the last starfighter. Do another. Last you starfighter. can't possibly make a sequel or remake that would capture no. that the same way. Not really. If no. they tried to do a remake or a sequel of the black hole now, you'd lose a lot of the magic of that movie when it first came out. I, I well, that, 100% agree with I that. I mean, that depends on the audience, right? So, to me, it was awesome. To you, you're thinking, eh, I mean, it's, it's okay. But a sequel, to you, would be, it's amazing. To me, I'm going, eh, I mean, it really yeah. didn't really hold up to the original, so... It's it's hard to, to capture that differing opinions, but absolute different opinions. It's it's different. A, well, I mean, they're coming out with a new Beetlejuice. It's got Kevin Costner in it. Yes, but it's not going to be as that good. sounds terrible. <laughs> Again, you you look at all the movies that they really? have yeah. so remade bad, or have dude. done sequels to, right? And. You look at, and I'll say it again, you look at the magic of the original movies, okay? You lose that in every aspect when you try to remake it. Black Hole would be no different. You would lose the magic of that movie. You would lose the core and the essence of that movie if you tried to remake it now. I mean, Event Horizon is the new Black Hole. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yes, sure, and maybe. No, no, sir. Fine. It stands on its, its own. Great. It stands on its own. Oh, God, what's the shortest 
uh, route between two points. Fucking Sam Nielsen, or whatever his name is. God. Sam Neal? Sam Neal. Sam Neal. Right. Sam Neal. Okay. All right. Well, this has been a fun discussion episode. A little bit impromptu, but I think this was fun. Impromptu. Impromptu. Lee is stroke facing, so I'm going to wrap us up. So. Uh, well, if you are looking for us, we are on Talking Sci-Fi Podcast. That Talking Sci-Fi Podcast. Good Lord, that is our uh, <laughs> that is our Facebook page. We are on Spotify, Apple, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast content from. Make sure to check us out. Make sure to give us a subscribe, Love a you. like. Uh, give us something. Give us some attention there. And uh, talk to us on our Facebook page. We'd certainly love to hear from you guys. Without further ado, Mr. Ferguson, Mr. Becker, 51 episodes deep, baby. Live long and prosper. May the force be with you. Come on.